1: I've just discovered the most amazing thing. It's called Shaker and Spoon, and it's a subscription cocktail service. I can learn how to make handcrafted cocktails right here at the office. From now on, our Scrabble Nights will be even more fun. Every box comes with enough ingredients to make three different cocktail recipes, developed by world-class mixologists. All I need to do is buy one bottle of that month's spirit, and I have all I need to make 12 drinks at home. That's seven for me and five for you. And it's just forty to fifty dollars per month, plus the cost of the bottle. That is much cheaper than Vuv Clicot. Unless we get Joey and Salvatore to raid a van again, of course. Oh, and you can skip or cancel boxes any time. My first shaker and spoon box just arrived. What do you say we start our Scrabble session a bit early? I'm already shaking. Here, Alvina, if you want your own set, you can get $20 off your first box at shakerandspoon.com forward slash Amelia.
0: Do you also want your Scrabble Nights to be even more fun? Well, as an Amelia listener, you can simply visit shakerandspoon.com slash Amelia and you will get $20 off any length subscription. The discount will automatically be applied when you check out. Host your first Amelia listening party, or give a subscription to Shaker and Spoon as a gift to a friend or family member. Once more, that's shakerandspoon.com slash Amelia. Right, it's time to begin the new episode, and this episode is dedicated to our new patron Sophia Anderson. Thank you so much, Sophia, for your very generous Patreon support.
1: Congratulations. You've reached the Amelia Project. This phone call isn't happening. If you're not serious about this, hang up. Now. You sure about this? If you hesitated, do not proceed. Still there? If you continue, there's no way back. The choice is yours. Good choice. A new life awaits. You'll hear back from us within the hour. If you do not hear back, please consider the whole thing a hoax. Leave your message after the beep. Hello. My name is Anthony Welby. They're after me. The Chinese, the Americans, the Russians, the Turks, the North Koreans. I don't think I'll last long the torture. I... I...
0: I... I... Help! Created by Philip Thorne and Euston Braga, with music and sound design by Frederick Barden. Episode 21. Ant.
1: Hello? Um, sorry. Is this, um, 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 the Amelia Project? No, sorry. This is the Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, come back. Of course this is Amelia. Well, you just said... Yes, I know I did. Oh, it was a joke. I'm not very good at this. This... People. Conversations. Relax. You're doing fine. Sorry. And stop apologizing.
0: Sorry. Oh, oh,
1: sorry. I I mean, oh. Why don't you come in properly? Take off your coat. Get comfortable. Is it safe to talk here? What's said in this room stays in this room. Good. I need you to make me disappear. What you need, my friend, is a good cup of cocoa. Cocoa? Trust me. So, your name's Anthony Welby. My colleagues call me Ant. Well, here you go, Ant. Enjoy. How is it? It's good. Hmm. Considering it would take the pooled efforts of Shakespeare, Proust, and Thomas Mann to do descriptive justice to this cocoa, a simple good will suffice. I'm guessing you're a scientist. Yes. How thrilling. Who's after you? Most of the world's military and intelligence organisations. Well, I'll be jiggered. What kind of a scientist are you? I'm a... No, let me guess. You're a nuclear physicist? No. A nanophysicist? No. Hmm. An astrophysicist? No. But I'm close? No. Well, what are you then? An entomologist. A what? An entomologist. Isn't that insects? Yes. You're joking. No. What use does the military have for an entomologist? Strictly speaking, I'm a dipterologist. A dipter... I study flies. Oh, well, everybody knows our national security depends on dipterologists. Yes. You are joking. I don't joke. Of course. I'm also head of the International Union for the Study of Insects. Look, Ant, I'm sure you're the big enchilada of insect studies, a towering beacon to dipterologists everywhere, but... and please don't take this the wrong way... Don't you think you're overestimating the importance of insects study just a teeny tiny little bit? Overestimating the importance of insects? Overestimating the importance of insects? How is it possible to overestimate the importance of insects? Uh, what percentage of Earth's creatures do you think are insects? The way you ask, it's obviously going to be high. I'll say 40%. 90%. Get out of here. It's true. Take ants. Ten quadrillion ants on the planet. 1.4 million ants for every human. If you look closely, you can find ants pretty much anywhere. I've even seen two or three in this room. <laughs> Including you. How many species of insects do you think there are? I'm not even going to try an Nine answer. million. How can you name all of them? Some fun facts. Fun? What's the world's strongest creature? You're going to tell me it's a flea. Wrong. The Hercules beetle. It can lift 850 times its own weight. That's like a human lifting 10 elephants. These Hercules beetles could come in handy for my next move. How fast can a horse fly fly? You know I don't know. 145 kilometres per hour. That's faster than a bullet fired from an air rifle. How many times does a midge beat its wings in a second? Oh. A thousand times. Guess how hawkmoths create ultrasonic bursts to drive away bats. All right, all right, all right. I admit there's more to creepy crawlies than I thought. By but... rubbing their genitals together. Ew. Do you know how old the oldest insect fossil is? Four million years. Insects were among the first animals to transfer from sea to land. They were around a good 170 million years before dinosaurs. They range from the 0.014 centimeter fairy fly to the 66 centimeter stick insect. From the weightless fruit fly to the one pound giant. wetter. Insects are without a doubt. I'm the going to stop you there. You're obviously very passionate about this, and I admire your passion, I really do. Believe it or not, I'll think of you the next time I swat a fly. I bow to you and your entomological knowledge. I've never heard anyone say fruit fly with such fervour. All I'm saying is, do you seriously think the military and intelligence agencies give a fly's fart about any of
2: this? I knew it. Finally, something we can take to Northcott. This is it, Cole. Mm -hmm. We've struck gold. Wake up and smell the coffee. And I'm not talking Waitrose Instant. Really? Northcott's going to install the fanciest espresso machine money can buy right here in our office once she hears about this. What? The insect guy? Uh, You haven't heard of Anthony Welby? Mm, Don't think so. Well, He used to work for us. Everyone was pretty sceptical, it was a real long shot, but it turns out he achieved stunning results. Mm. Then, about a year ago, he died, taking all of his research to the grave. Oh, except it seems he faked his death. Bingo. And you and I are the only people to know. This is big. If Anthony Welby is alive, we have to track him down before anyone else does. If we do... Our future in this agency looks very bright indeed. W- w- you still haven't said why Welby is such a big deal. Anthony esos- es Welby is a world
0: pioneer. Мы специально слушаем этих двух идиотов, и наконец-то что-то существенное.
2: Они знают про Anthony Welby и планы для Cyber. Нам сообщить Михаилу?
0: Нет, 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 нет. Пока не надо. Мы должны выяснить, что именно
2: им надо. Поэтому давай продолжать слушать. Согласен. ...evolutionised surveillance. Jesus. Told you. We need to get hold of this, Welby. Yes. And before our competitors do. Well, we're one step ahead. We know the truth. We know that he's not really dead. Just, let's keep listening and then try to find out what really happened. Yes.
1: All I'm saying is, do you seriously think the military and intelligence agencies give a fly's fart about any of this? They do. So what's the grand idea, Hm? Recruiting an army of bloodthirsty mosquitoes? That would be silly. You, you think? Can you make me disappear? Can you fake my death? Only once you've told me why the Secret Services are after you. They're interested in bugs. Ha! <laughs> You're getting the hang of this. Of what? Jokes. I made a joke. They're interested in bugs. Yes, that's true. But not your kind of bugs. You're wrong. Explain. I told you how ubiquitous insects are, how tiny, how adept at camouflage. There are probably around a hundred insects in this room right now, and chances are you haven't noticed a single one. Hmm, continue. I told you how fast insects are, how agile. An insect can move within inches of a person without being detected. Is this going where I think it's going? Mobile, self-powered, and inconspicuous. You didn't, impossible. What better way to be a fly on the wall? ...than to be a fly on the wall. You bugged bugs! They hired me to conduct research into insect-based surveillance. And your work was successful? Not at first. They wanted to build a miniature flying robot modelled on a fly. They got me in to explain how flies convert biological energy into flight. But all their attempts at imitating the complexity of millions of years of evolution failed. So I made a different suggestion. What did you suggest? Using actual flies. Well, hit me over the head with a shillelagh. How did you do that? By taking advantage of the insect's natural healing mechanism. I inserted a microchip into a larva. Then, during metamorphosis, the insect reorganised its nervous system, intertwining its nerves and muscles with the circuit. I could now transmit signals to the chip and control the insect's behaviour. In other words, I created the world's first... cybug. Well...
2: I'm going to need some more cocoa. Top up. Yes. Kale's just boiled. More coffee. Ну что? Я думаю, надо выпить водочки, а? Михаил нами очень будет доволен. Я никогда не отказываюсь от водки. Давай. Ну, за отличную работу. Yeah, see, it's coffee getting shittier by the day. Yeah. Play. Oh, oh it's like snogging
1: an angel. Please, continue your story. The cybug has the potential to revolutionize surveillance. It can be kitted out with microphones, sensors or cameras, and it can keep going for months, maybe even years. The cybug's devices aren't powered by batteries, but by converting the heat and energy generated by the insect. It's a completely self-contained system. So the cybug makes drones history. It's smaller, swifter and practically impossible to detect, which is why the race is on. The future of espionage belongs to the First Nation to employ cybugs. You're working for MI5. I'm hiding from MI5. Why? I told MI5 I'd made a breakthrough. Uh, But before presenting my first cybug to them, I wanted to make sure it functioned correctly, so I took it out for a spin. Where did you take it? Shaftesbury Avenue. Listened in on tourists, bankers, policemen, couples and (laughs) hen parties. Hmm. It worked a treat. Uh, Then I decided to up the stakes and directed the cybug toward Downing Street. Flip me like a pancake! You flew the cybug into number 10? No. Before I got there, I lost control of it. Oh. (gasps) Oh! It it stopped reacting to the signals and all of a sudden it was gone. Do you think it regained its independence and flew away? I very much doubt that. Uh, The bug's connection with its bioelectromechanical interface was deeply embedded. So, what's your explanation? Someone hacked into it. Ooh! I don't know that. All I know is that someone took control of the cybug and... stole it. Have you told MI5? I just lost £50 million worth of top-secret surveillance technology, and who's Ah. to say I didn't sell it to the North Koreans? It's not like they haven't been making offers. The North Koreans, the Saudis, the Israelis, the Scottish, the Chinese. It's only a matter of time before they take me by force. If MI5 doesn't take care of me first... Nobody's going to touch you, Ant. Relax.
2: You're with Amelia now. Right, let's tell Northcott right away. Let's finish the tape first. She needs to hear this. You know what she'll do, right? Send in an armed response team right away? Yes. Well, it's time. Let's just finish the tape first. Uh, Fine.
1: I need you to kill me. Hmm. Tell me. What's the deadliest insect in the world? The driver ant. An ant? Seriously? Oh, I was thinking more like a scorpion, a cockroach, a hornet, or a black widow... black widow! (laughs) That's not even an insect. Spiders are arachnids. Ugh... So? An ant, you say? Believe me, you don't want to cross paths with a driver ant. The toxins in their mandibles... Even elephants run away from them. Goodness. Imagine a cybug driver ant. Terrifying. There could be more to the militarization of insects than just eavesdropping. Assassination? Sniffing out explosives? The possibilities are endless. Okay. Here's how this will work. You're going to hold a lecture on driver ants for the International Union for the Study of Insects. A specimen will escape and hack into you with its toxic mandibles. You'll drop dead. The world's leading coleopterologists, lepidopterologists, hemipterologists, trichopterologists and vespologists will all be there to witness it. A driver ant bite is no joke. Don't worry. We'll administer the antidote as soon as you're in the van and out of sight of your colleagues. That could work. It will work. Now, how would you like to resurface? Somewhere I won't be bothered by humans. Somewhere I can go about my research quietly. Somewhere with only insects as company. Oh, okay, yes, I've got just the place for you. It's a remote spot in Russia. There's a hut, a forest to pick berries and a stream to fish in. It'll be a simple life, but you'll be undisturbed. Perfect. Have you heard of Amarisius duplicatus? Who hasn't? It's a long-horned beetle, almost extinct. But the last remaining specimens are said to be found in Russia. It'll be my mission to track them down. Perfect. We'll send you off in style with a bottle of our finest Vouv Glicquot. But just before we do that, one last question. Yes? What are you going to do with the plans for the Cybug? Burn them? No. No? Amelia gets the plans. What? Payment for your disappearance. You don't want those plans, believe me. Oh, but we do. You'll get yourselves into all sorts of trouble. We can handle it. You don't know what you're getting yourselves into. It's very simple, Aunt. You give us the plans and we take care of your disappearance. You don't and you're on your own. Do we have a deal? You're making a big mistake. Do we have a deal? Yes. Excellent choice. What was the name of that long-horned beetle? Amarisius duplicatus. Then that's what we should toast to. Amarisius duplicatus. Amarisius duplicatus.
2: We need those plans. Yeah, you're right. We can't put this off any longer. It's time we paid Amelia a visit. <laughs> Ready or not, here we come. We're about to find out what that cocoa really tastes like. Oh, Colt, watch out. What? A uh, mosquito. Where? Uh, there. There, on your right cheek. Swat it. <laughs> Damn, I didn't get it. Oh, there it is. Look. <gasps>
0: this episode was written and edited by Philip Thorne. It was directed by Philip Thorne and Einstein Brager with music and sound design by Frederick Baden.
2: Mikhail, take a look at the name of the
0: name of the name the name of
2: the name of the name of the name of he name of the name of the name of the ты the
0: Fuck, fuck, fuck! What? What is he saying? did he say? Did he say Anthony Welby? Yes, he's not dead! Impossible! The Iranians know where the plans for the cyborg are. They're in London. Who else knows about this? The Russians.
1: Oh, we have to get there before the Iranians and the Russians.
0: And most importantly, before the NSA. Oh, can you imagine if they stole our thunder on Quick, this? Quick, who do we have on the ground in London? Uh, uh, Williams and Lopez. Get them on the line. Ask them what they know about the Amelia Project. Project. The Amelia
1: Project. <laughs> Ach
0: du Scheiße! Was los? Hey, woher gehst du? London, wir müssen uns beeilen! Erinnerst du dich an die Amelia Project? Hm? Wachen das nicht die... mit dem Kakao? Sie haben Anthony Welby entwürgt! Dilwin! Dilwin! Granda! McGinny with both eyes! Moiner with maur! Butoner I can read a map. Feel the bread. But my five but not. My lettuce. mesa. it?
2: The Greeks have got intel on Anthony Welby. Anthony Welby, he's dead, not according to the Greeks. You got to be bullshitting me. All I know is that the Greeks are on their way to London to pay a visit to the Amelia project. It's about Welby and they seem excited. Let's monitor them.
0: Yeah. We don't want the CIA. Bože, pak, naši ljudi iz Londona na
2: liniju odmah. Mora da Amelia project. Amelia project drži od
0: Anthony Welby planovi. Dimash Dimitri? I'm Mike, clear my schedule for the next two days. I'm going to London. We need to check out whatever the hell this project <inaudible> is. Mierda. Comuniquemonos con nuestro personal en Londres. Ya. Necesitan de Alex Scott Fairley as Ant, Benjamin Noble as Agent Haynes, Torgny G. Ondero as Agent Cole, Valentina Alexeva and Mark Vertlib as the Russian agents, Amya Mitse as the Iranian agent, Aaron King and T.H. Ponders as CIA agents, Kessie Reliniki and Caroline Motarola as German agents, Nerys Howell as the Welsh agent, Antigone Spanu as the Greek agent, Anthony Olivieri and Gavin Garris as NSA agents, Tanya Milejevic as a Serbian agent, Priya Darshini, Hari Aran as the Indian agent, Sarah West as the Australian agent, and Lala Drona as the Venezuelan agent you heard Julia Morizawa on the answer phone. The episode was produced by Imploding Fictions. It was recorded by Battlebird Productions London and Spike City Studios Oslo, with studio engineering by Hedley Knights and Robert Rustad Amundsen. All graphic design for The Amelia Project is by Anders Petersen. Thank you to our super patrons, Kati Zindala and Sophia Anderson. This episode was dedicated to Sophia, who works in cybersecurity and is no doubt deeply involved in cybug experimentation. Check out ameliapodcast.com for more info on the team, links to our Patreon, Amelia Project merchandise, and more. And follow us on Twitter at ameliapodcast for the latest Amelia news. See you in two weeks' time for the season two finale. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Were you accused of a murder enacted by supernatural forces beyond your control? Yeah. Are you seeking a multi-figure gold settlement for damages to your business? Yes. Are you a young entrepreneur seeking justice for the murder of a family member that would be here if you were better at your job? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Hello, I'm Thomas Phelps. I am the attorney along with my assistants of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher. And we want to help you get justice.
0: Our expert legal services are available for a modest fee. But not too modest. I got a family to feed. As a bot, I don't eat, but I do have a hunger. A hunger for justice. And that hunger drives us to work for you, future client. From investigation to sentencing, we've got you covered for everything from public urination... Ooh, yeah. ...to murder in varying degrees. Don't look
2: at me. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher care about families. That's why they work quickly to help get this daddy off. I was blown away. My business was in trouble after an unfortunate case of property damage. But the attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher helped set things right with a hefty gold settlement.
1: So come on down to the law offices of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher. Located in the old Biscayne Boys building in
0: Eastern Orgea. Just follow the podcast Highway Signs for Dungeons and Drimbus, and take the season three exit. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbio, and Felcher are not responsible nor liable for any of the following that may be incurred while working on your case. Sudden death, loss of limb, heartbreak, the use of magic to secure evidence, the wrath of an interdimensional being, urinary bladder infections, nausea, depression, the sudden desire to remove one's clothing, the illicit romance of a will-they-won't-they workplace scenario, or complete and utter disregard for the natural laws of space and time.
2: Join your favorite fantasy attorneys for their next case, Dungeons & Drimbus publishes every Friday, wherever podcasts are found.